0: friends. I'm going to start with a reminiscence as I very often do. Quite a few years ago, I happened to visit the town of Darjeeling, which means the place of the thunderbolt or diamond. Darjeeling is quite a small town situated at the eastern end of the Himalayas in what are generally known as the foothills of the Himalayas, situated at a height of about seven to 8,000 feet above sea level. And this little town of Darjeeling, situated at the eastern end of the Himalayas, is inhabited by all sorts of people, especially by the Nepalese and the Gurkhas, but also by Sikkimese Indians, Bhutanese and so on, in fact by all sorts of tribes speaking not only various languages, but various dialects as well. And amongst all these people, amongst these predominantly Nepalese people living in this little town of Darjeeling, uh, there happens to be quite a large number of Buddhists. And since there were quite a large number of Buddhists amongst them, and since there were also quite a number of temples and monasteries, both large and small, in Darjeeling, I was quite interested in visiting this particular place. And in the course of the first visit which I paid there, I wanted to see, uh, not only as much as I could, of the local Buddhist uh, people, but also see whatever temples and monasteries and shrines that happens to be there of any interest. And in the course of my visit, it so happened that almost by accident one day, I found myself standing in the morning on a little spur of land, uh, somewhat down from the road, standing in front of what seems to be a sort of three-storey pagoda-like building and as I stood there and as I looked, I couldn't help wondering what sort of building it was. It seemed rather unfamiliar. But I very quickly noticed that the door was open, so seeing this, in I went. At first I couldn't see very much. There weren't any windows. It was rather dark, the only light came from the open doorway. But as my eyes became accustomed to the gloom, I started to make out the outlines of an enormous image. An image perhaps 15 to 20 feet tall, so big in fact that it seems to fill practically the entire chamber. And this particular image, this particular figure, which I was now seeing more and more clearly, was seated cross-legged on an enormous lotus throne. And the figure was clad, not in the yellow or orange robes of the Buddha, but in rather rich, decorated, princely robes of a deep red colour. And in the right hand of this great figure, seated there on the lofty lotus throne, there was resting a golden dorje. And in his left hand, which rested in his lap, there was a skull cup. Again in the crook of the left arm, resting against the shoulder of the figure, there was a long staff, a staff surmounted by a sort of trident. And below the trident, I could just discern what seems to be three human heads in various stages of decomposition. And raising my eyes just a little, I saw that on his head, this great figure wore a red lotus cap surmounted by a dorge and above the dorge a long white vulture's feather. But remarkable though this image was, impressive though this figure was, the most remarkable, the most impressive thing of all was the face. And the face I saw was sort of half Indian, half Tibetan. Half, as it were, Aryan, half, as it were, Mongolian. And on the face, there was a thin black moustache. And the brows were slightly knitted together as though almost in anger. And the expression of the face was on the one hand extremely intelligent and penetrating, on the other powerful and commanding, not to say fierce. And then looking around a little more I saw on either side of this main central figure two tiny female figures. One in Indian dress, the other in Tibetan dress, including the famous multi-coloured rainbow apron. So who was this figure? Who was this figure that I encountered in the gloom of that room in the pagoda all those years ago? It was, of course, the figure of Sambhava, the great Tantric guru of India and Tibet. The great spiritual teacher and also great spiritual symbol whose day, following the Tibetan tradition, we are celebrating this evening.